Welcome. It's the Long Coat Mafia, the internet's most hated and mafia-themed geek podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, aliens of all shapes, sizes, colors, ages, and those visiting from the Shadow Realm that wish to listen to our podcast. Hello everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of the Internet's Most Hated Mafia-themed Geek Podcast, Long Coat Mafia Podcast. It is I, the one, the only, Reverend Godfather, a.k.a. the Martinsburg Madman, a.k.a. this show's frontman and main host. Couple of things before I begin. First things first, uh, in regards to our main episode of the week, uh, because I'm recording this on a Sunday, or I should say Sunday evening, uh, we haven't recorded our main episode for the week this week, so we might be recording Monday, if not Tuesday. I'm not sure, so uh, if we do, I'll try to get the stuff posted for a Wednesday release. If not a Thursday or Friday, so stick around for it. But all I can say is don't get your hopes up. But since I can't leave you all hanging, I'm giving still giving you all this Lost Media Monday episode. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? The covert cast returns in this Lost Media episode. Before I go into what the gang talks about, let me inform all of you new listeners out there what a Lost Media episode is. A Lost Media episode is, or say, Lost Media is anything that is no longer available to be viewed or listened to or read or what have you. Uh, TV shows, movies, uh, music, books, magazines. Yes, uh, I want to include... Uh, YouTube videos, podcasts, and maybe even some radio programs. Uh, if I still had the tapes and the means to translate them, I, I'd convert all my old uh, Don Imus, uh, Imus in the Morning skits that he did back in the 80s that my mom recorded off the radio and post them up too. So there's some sort of archive, but alas... Those tapes are no longer. But either way, back to Lost Media Mondays with the Covert Cast. In this episode, uh, because I have an archive, I and I still have a decent archive of uh, Slacker and the Man episodes, a full length. These are two anywhere between uh, an hour to three hour episodes. If you want me to start airing some of those instead of the covert cast, please let me know via email at longcoatmafia gmail.com. Or if you want me to put them up, uh, or leave a, a comment or review, uh, rate us like on good pods, rate us five stars and, uh, let us know in the, the review aspect that you want to hear slacker and the man stuff. Uh, or, Leave a comment on Podbean or on our Facebook page. All the links are in the description down below. Uh, let us know in regards to that, and we'll we'll be happy to do that. Just keep in mind, Slacker and the Man episodes can be quite possibly problematic. But um, as always with the Lost Media stuff, uh, especially with the Covert Cast, any links, emails, offers, or contents, uh, contests. And the whatnot are 
more than likely no longer valid. Just want to let that uh, let all of you know that. Uh, but until then, uh, in this episode, I don't know if I mentioned it or not, they're talking about Stonehenge. Uh, I hope you enjoy it. What more can I say other than, hey, George, cue the music. We'll be right back with more of the Long Coat Mafia podcast. Hello, Stonehenge! There has been an attempt, as perhaps you know now, on the life of President Kennedy. Right now, no one seems to know exactly what it was. Is it myth or does Bigfoot really exist? Conspiracy theorists. They've been crazy, but now they're right. Welcome to episode 27 of the Covert Cast. I'm your host, Dusty. This week, we will be discussing Stonehenge. I have with me comic book Alex. What up? And Meg. I'm young. I'm young? You've been watching Arrested uh, Development, Meg? Um, Not recently, no. Not but... recently. But it, it stays with you, because he says it a lot. Yeah. Uh, it means hello. <laughs> uh, and now, um... The regular guys aren't here this week. Uh, Cyfried has a lot of stuff coming up, and unfortunately, I uh, made the, the 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 mistake of having an aw- they're an awesome band, but having them all <laughs> on my podcast. So, all right. So every time they have something big coming up, I mean, Covercast. Well, I wouldn't say suffers because it does give me a chance to branch out and have new people on, and I like that. But um, okay. so it's you know I got Meg and uh, Comic Alex here, and um, y'all want to tell a little bit about yourselves. Who wants to go first? <laughs> no? Okay, I'll go. Um, <laughs> well, my obviously my first name's not comic book. I'm Alex. It's not? Uh, <laughs> no. Oh. It's, uh, That's how I have you saved in my and phone. And <laughs> I uh, host a geek podcast in Lauderhill, Florida, recorded out of Tate's Comics, and the podcast is called Just a Couple of G's. All right, and Meg? Um... <laughs> <laughs> Just read your Twitter um, thing, you know, blogger, occasional giver, puppet shows. Yeah, I, I like stuff and things. And um, and she has a website called? Geeklisted.com. Yes, which some of our listeners may be familiar with, because you've done quite a few articles for the Covert Cast and helped us out tremendously. And now you're helping <laughs> us out by being on. <laughs> but, as I was saying, this week's episode is uh, Stonehenge. Um, now, for those that don't know, Stonehenge is located in Wiltshire, UK, and it's approximately 5,100 years old. It was, uh, they believe it was built in three phases. Uh, they started with the, um, the outer stones, which are the tall ones that are like, um, wait, pie-shaped now, but they were once a full circle. Then they added the inner stones, which are the big ones in the middle. And then in between all those, they put in what they call the blue stones, which are the, the small, they're not even bluish color. Well, they're sort of bluish, I guess, only in the sense that a rock is bluish. I don't know. Well, they were blue <laughs> at one point. <laughs> yeah, I imagine, which I would like to have, um, I, I, see, this This is the kind of stuff we need time machines for, so we can go back and see stuff when it was first built. 
Because all we get is artist renderings, which, I mean, if you look online, there's plenty of artist renderings of what Stonehenge should have looked like when it was first built. Right. And, it, I mean, it, it was impressive, um, impress, and, impressive and how at the time. interesting of a podcast would this be if we actually went back in time? I know. <laughs> Maybe I <laughs> like, should just start telling people I have a time machine. <laughs> we know exactly Wait. what it's why it was built. There's no, like, Amanda Butts on this one. No theories. We know why. We know why. It was for aliens. Exactly. That's the answer to everything on Covert Cast. Exactly. Even when it's not aliens, it's aliens. Robert the Doll, aliens. John Titer, aliens. Bigfoot, aliens. No, no, actually Bigfoot's not an alien, ironically, you know. You'd think, maybe, because that is one of the theories, but... Nah, he's just he's just a hairy guy who lives in the woods, wants to be left yeah. alone. So it's like my dad. All right, cool. <laughs> Your dad's hairy and lives in the woods? Yep. Now they believe um um just lost my place in my notes. Um I'm trying to figure out how approximately how many hours they said it took to build them. Oh, Something gosh. like a million. Oh yeah, yeah. 30 million no. hours of labor. There we go. Yeah, it was yeah, 30 million. Yeah, cuz Oh, How did they come up with? Huh? How did they come up with that number? Well, they can estimate. Um, they given the sizes of the stones and the crude tools they have at time. They can figure out about how long it would take to, um, you know, carve out and then move and place one and and in, into the, the the spot it's needed. I mean, it's it's a rough estimate, but I mean, they can come up with it. It's just a matter of That's doing the math. A lot of hours. Math is hard, but you know. Hey, this. And now, now we're getting a little bit of dead air, but that's okay because I will keep talking. <laughs> uh, now the biggest stones weighed approximately 25 tons, and they were moved from over 20 miles away. Now, um, what's interesting is um, I was watching a Nova special earlier, and. Um, they were showing like where they found these like uh, these stone orbs near the Stonehenge site, and they theorized that they used them as sort of a sort of a ball bearing system, using like planks of wood with grooves cut in them with these these marble balls in place, and then they could just sit the stones on it, and then they could push it along this track. And I mean, and they they did a test run using um, you know orbs they you know the stone orbs they carved themselves. And right. wooden orbs, which would have been easier to do at the time as well. And, and both of them worked in order to um, actually move these large stones. Now, was that like moving them from their original location or like moving them around the site? Well, they did a short, like a, just a small scale trial. I mean, they just did it to move about, you know, 20 feet or so just to see if it could be done easily enough. And they did it easily enough using, um, they used the lower quality wood where, like uh, the like when they first tried it out, like the stones actually sunk into the wood because of the weight, but they reinforced it with another plank on the wood, and it, and it worked wonderfully. Yeah, that actually makes a lot more sense than anything I read. Yeah, well, like, I mean, tra- like there's a lot of weird theories out there. I mean, there's of course the aliens did it, which it, it, aliens come up a lot in history. I mean, anytime we can, anytime something <laughs> seems too hard for early man, it was aliens. All right. <laughs> And then um, there was a story about Merlin. You um, want to tell us a little <laughs> bit about that, Meg? Or I'm not quite spot. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm not sure like when exactly they theorized that that happened, but basically, yeah. Uh, Whoever was living there at that time, um, they tried to build it themselves, and they couldn't. So they summoned the wizard Merlin to come transport the massive stones to that site. And I read another thing where not, they said not only did Merlin uh, did Merlin help build it, he uh, like used magic to like uh, hypnotize giants oh, to yeah, carry I read about the, giant the stones to. <laughs> there and set them all up and I'm like uh okay <laughs> <laughs> I like the alien theory better personally out of the two that make sense you know, that, well, right. the two that don't make sense rather yeah I guess if you're gonna really go out there to that end of the spectrum that one would make a lot of sense especially considering like the crop circles around there oh yeah it, it is supposed to be like a high energy spot that is you know attracts aliens and they they leave there it is um an area with lots of crop circles which most people accredit to people you know ho- playing hoaxes which they they've proven that like the crop circles can be done by people not to say that they all are but yeah I don't know what to think about crop circles so I don't know hmm I just okay. uh Covert Cast hasn't done an episode on crop circles yet. That don't have to be an upcoming one. No, you have not. Yeah, I have. Yeah, that's that's. Well, it's, it's crop circles. It's the fact that they've shown they can so easily um, recreate them has made me question it. But right. I would like to do more research into it and see if there's some that are just so. Like there's something so unique about it that it couldn't easily be du- like just duplicated. Right. Because I mean the the old method like they used to make crop circles they just. They took planks of board and they just walked on the stalks of uh, corn or whatever. Or weed or whatever the field was they made the crop circles in. Well, you should definitely do a show about it, so I actually have to, like, learn about it, so. <laughs> All right, there we go. That's that'll. Um, actually, I think I'll do that two episodes from now because I've been trying to decide on what I want to do uh, next couple episodes, and that'll, that'll save me from having to make, you know, brain choices. Because thinking, brain choices. <laughs> thinking is hard. <laughs> you gotta let me finish. <laughs> oh, and then it, from what everything I've read, it looks like it took about like f- around like what five hundred years for this whole thing to be completed as well. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah that was to be put together. Actually, I think it was like thousands of years. Was yeah, it, it was, it was yeah. probably a better part of a thousand years. Like five hundred years from like the inner, like the. Um, like the inner stones to the outer stones being built, like the difference in those two, and then uh, like, and then the blue who, stones came later. Like who has that kind of commitment? Like that's such a weird like time like time span between. What well, could that's just been like one of those things where you thousand, know, it wasn't really a planned? Years. Like imagine just even like a hundred years. Like how far, how like far like just America has come from. You know, trying to expand over to like one end of the continent to the other, and then within a hundred years, things were so different. I mean, just well, my thought is, my thought is this: it's um committed for a thousand years. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, my thought was always this: it's just it was just someone built it, and then you know, a few hundred years later, you know what? They're like, my ancestors built that. I think I can do better. I think I can add more stones. Few hundred more years, you know what? That's not enough stones. We need more. I don't know. I think that um, 
this was back in an era where there was like literally nothing to do. Like all they had to work with was, you know, the natural scenery around them. And, um, like they didn't have TV or internet uh, (laughs) or or even like print. They didn't have anything, you know? So, um, I think this was, I don't know. I would imagine it was just, uh, and the thing is they don't even know who built it. So it could have just been something, a part of their religion, you know, like back then I'm sure all they had to do was, you know, come up with, deities and build monuments for them and like they did a lot of uh stuff to help them like cope with life and death and stuff like that so i think maybe it just came out of boredom a thousand years of boredom now they do believe like they were used as um like an area for celebrating the winter and summer solstices Solstice? Solstice? Yes, Solstice. <laughs> but they um, they actually believe like it was somewhat of a party area because they found like like tons of scraps from like uh, cows and pigs from where there was obviously like a loud a large feast. I mean they they uh, they, they also see seems a like an archaeologist they believe like it was um like a temporary place they came to just during certain times of the year and really kind of lived it up. I mean they just mm. weren't they just. I'm trying to think how to, you know, they weren't living there full time, but they have found right. like like proof of um, houses and whatnot nearby where they found the foundation for them. Yeah, I think that um, also with the fact that another theory is that Stonehenge was like a place uh, to like like a barrow, like a place to bury their right. dad. Like, um, it wouldn't, I don't know, it wouldn't surprise me if it was like a place where. They came once a year to like bring all their, you know, their dead people and like have a going out party or something for them. And then it said that, um, another theory is that they would like put their, the dead people in the, what was it, the River Avon? Is that what it's called? Um, and that would like actually float the bodies to Stonehenge. Yes, or yes, some to the underworld kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know, like, there's been, like, hundreds of, like, cremated remains found around, like, Stonehenge. Like, more, like, ten times more than any other area. Like, where they just, the sheer amount of dead they found there is pretty, pretty staggering. Right, yeah. like. Go ahead. No, like, you were saying, like, it was almost, it's almost like they were saying, like, it was built to, like, they buried their dead there to where. There's, like, the Stonehenge place was almost... Because, like, you know, like you said, where the... With the whole thing with the summer solstice, it kind of uh, goes with, like, the sun and the moon, like, the axis of the sun, you know, the earth, all this crazy stuff. And then maybe they felt like it was a portal to where the souls of their dead could go be with, you know, the next life or the gods or whatever the case may be. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it definitely was a I don't think it was a worshipping place at all. I think just with the fact that there's just so many remains found there, it like just kind of seems like it there was some sort of like death ritual well, significance. I know nearby there was another like hen site where they believe they actually um put like wooden posts up. Like they they found um post holes in the ground like in a site that was the same size and shape of Stonehenge. And the placement of the, um, the 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 holes, you know, match up with the, like the design of Stonehenge, and they believe like people started off there, like the um, 
summer or winter solstice and actually like made their way to the wooden one like doing a representation of like uh death and life like the stonehenge the this you know the the stones themselves being kind of a forever thing whereas the wood you know they kind of represented death and that it was that it eventually would decay yeah it was like the stonehenge curses i think it was yeah that's well i'm looking at wikipedia i don't know if that's like the official name for it but that's what it says on wikipedia <laughs> Uh, I think it was the Conerbury Hinge. Conybury Hinge? I think I don't know if I'm saying that right. But that was the other site location and it, it, it I mean it, and if there was a lot of dead at Stonehenge that may have made sense, the sense that they um maybe used one site for, you know, mourning their dead and then the other one is kind of a um what's the thing where the families get together after they very the funeral? No 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 the after the wake. The wake, you know. Maybe it's kind of the wake area where they celebrated life. After, you know, because some cultures, they do, you know, they will have, you know, parties to celebrate someone's life after they're gone. And maybe that was the way they did it. You know, they'd bury them at Stonehenge to make their way to the other one and kind of celebrate life, you know. I mean, or it could just be for a totally different, like, non-death related thing. could be, like, for worship or something. Because, um, like, there's that one you mentioned and then there's also the... A very complex, which is like another henge area. Um, it's like 25 miles from Stonehenge. I forgot where I was going with that. <laughs> <laughs> you were going on different theories of that maybe not just been death. But I mean, there is, there's also been, you know, there's theories that it was a place of, um, like, killing where people would come. Because, I mean, some of the bodies, some of the full intact bodies they found on the side of had like obvious injuries they believe the person actually may have died with from or you know something they may have come there to try to get healed and maybe not quite worked out for them or they were sac- you know like you said, or like they thought it was like a ritual place where sacrifices were happening like Meg- it was like ties into what Meg was saying too with the whole the gods. like where it was a religious uh place and they were you know sacrificing to different gods you know whatever because obviously they have no records of, like, anybody who built this thing or even, like, the re- maybe even, like, the religions of that area, like, what gods they um, all exactly, you know, worshipped. I mean, they interpret it, it could be, like, Apollo or whatever, but well, they, they don't yeah, know Yeah, they do exactly. believe it's, like, some sort of sun worshipper because of the right. placement of the stones. Exactly. And Apollo was just one of the sun gods. Right. It, I, I do still think it's kind of crazy that they have this here that, you know, was built over a long period of time with no clear record of who built it or why. It's, I mean, at least the pyramids we have some idea of, you know. We may not know the full why of the pyramids, but we do have more right. of an idea than we do on Stonehenge. Right. And then, like, the, they have, like, that giant, like, outer circle that's dug around it. And then, I mean, they just have all the... And then they have the stones that are all placed all around that, too. It's just... just Everything was strategically placed. It wasn't, you know, like... They were like, oh, let's just do this, or let's do that. It just seems that everything was very well thought out and planned, the way this place should look. And yeah. it's just almost creepy, you know? Well, they I, I imagine they probably may have tried, like, um, putting... Like, wooden post up first to make sure everything lined up and then, you know, planned it out where, all right, that works there. Let's put this here. Right. 
I mean, but it is kind of amazing how they, you know, they they set up these stones just right to um, catch the summer winter solstice, you know, to right. get the sun just in the right frame. I mean, because once those stones are down, I mean, no one's going to want to pick them back up and move them. <laughs> no. It's like, all right, guys, I don't want to be the one to tell you, but it's like two <laughs> feet to the left. <laughs> exactly. We've got to move the whole thing. <laughs> it's like, shit. <laughs> That's the third time. It's probably, probably took a couple thousand years to do it. <laughs> You're yeah. like, oh, I give up. Uh, oh, I know I would. I mean, that's, whew, that's, that's way more effort. But, you know, I suppose if I didn't have internet and, you know, video games, <laughs> TV, books, I don't know. Any other source of Inter- entertainment whatsoever. Yeah, other than, you know, honey Hey, look, there's game. a bug on the, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a bug on the ground, like, and everyone's lifting giant stones. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's how Stonehenge came to be. They were looking for bugs. They weren't even trying to put them in that way. It just just so happened that way. You, you've cracked the code. Congratulations, Alex. But the other thing I always wondered, like, why hasn't anybody... Like, I understand it's, like, a monument or whatever, like, one of the seven wonders of the world. Like, nobody knows under... Like, but why not either try to rebuild it or remake another one somewhere else to see, you know, almost like what what this thing, you know, is. Get a better understanding. Um, I mean, I know that there have been lots of, like, replicas made. I don't know, like, to what extent they've tried to, like, you know, completely replicate the placement and the alignment and all that. But I don't know. Well, there's some people believe like it's an area of power, and you can't really recreate that. Yeah, exactly. Just rebuild it, like yeah. You know. I say they do rebuild it. I mean, rebuild it to specifications that were there already, and right. then make it brand new again. Yeah, but How then it wouldn't. Have... Then it wouldn't be like a uh, tourist attraction right. anymore. <laughs> Maybe it'll finally signal to aliens that you know we figured right. out their puzzle. Exactly. <laughs> We figured out your puzzle. No, I just think it'd be funny, like exactly what you're saying. Like people are like, "Oh, that's like that's not gonna do anything. It's just stones." And like they recreate it, like even down to like the obviously the exact like stones that are there. And then like the summer solstice comes, and like some portal opens up, and they're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Like, that would be so awesome. Well, there's an episode of Stargate SG One where they go to a planet where there's like the sacred stone that like the gods have told them never to go near or anything like that. Uh-huh. So SG-1 does, because they, they, they thought it was like, um, they thought it was had to do with something they needed. They had to rescue someone or something. But they went there, and it ends up being a portal to like an underground tavern where they were put through a series of tests and finally came face-to-face with Thor of Asgard. You know, it was a test put there, huh. put in place is- by an older, the aliens. So wait, there so- was... Aliens, a tavern, and Thor. Yes, in Stonehenge. Stargate SG One. <laughs> I was saying Stargate SG One. There was something like what we were talking about, where a, a test was put in place to see if a species has gone far enough to where you know they're they're really in, willing to use put aside you know superstition and go with re, like reason. Hmm. But, I mean, I doubt that's the case of Stonehenge, but... Obviously, we're not there yet. No, we're not. I mean... <laughs> but we're, we're, we're failing the test miserably, I mean... <laughs> they put all the clues there, we just gotta put it together. Alright. 
just find people to fund it. That's all. Now, I, That's all I, you have to do. I do think that what's interesting is the layout of it's kind of reminiscent of um, what Lantis was described as, where it had like an inner island, which would have been an inner stones, and then a moat around that with blue stones, and then a circle of island around that, and then more blue stones, which is kind of the setup of Stonehenge. So I, I know there's a theory that like um, that Britain itself may have been Atlantis, or um, Atlanteans may have came to the site and built Stonehenge. Yeah, and I was re-listening to the uh, Atlantis episode today, and I remember Dr. Vern mentioned that about how maybe that's how, like, the pyramids got built, too, is, like, um, Atlanteans, is that what you call them? Um, had basically, they knew the end was coming, so they, like, left or something, so I don't know. Or they may not even necessarily left if they knew the end was coming. They may have been just a case of... Um they were out at sea when everything went down and they had nowhere else to go, so they branched out to different areas around. And also, I, I forgot to uh, put in the notes about another theory of, like, how all the stones got to the site. Um, did you read anything about, like, it being the work of, like, the Ice Age and, like, glaciers melting and moving stuff? Yeah. Yeah, I saw a little bit about that. Yeah, it was like I forget what like one of the scientists I can't remember his name, but he was they were talking about like uh, they think that's the only way that if they could have gotten that far uh, from because the, the the site they believe like the stones came from is like what twenty miles away, right? Um, well, between twenty for some of the stones and. I think the blue stones came from like 137 miles away from Wales. Right, and that's where like the, yeah, the ones from Wales, they were saying like that's the only way they can really think they got to that area because they floated away on ice. Because I mean, I can't even imagine someone trying to uh, get those stones now. Like how much manpower and hours and all the equipment they have to use to do that, you know. Well, that's yeah. where the ball bearing system when it came into play. I mean, it, it would have been a long time setting it up, but once they had it set up, it would have been easy to move things along. It still takes <laughs> well, a hell of a long time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they got nothing better to do, though. All you right, know. you think they'd be like, uh, hey, hey, Steve. Yeah, I know you want you, you have your heart set on that place, like 130 miles away, but uh, <laughs> there's an open field right there, and... Uh, we could use that instead. <laughs> it's just like yeah, I, we, got, we got this rock right here. It's it's good. We could paint it blue. Paint it right. blue. <laughs> it's not <laughs> the same. <laughs> Some guy back there had, that then had OCD real bad, you know. And right. <laughs> no, it's got to be actual blue. It, we can't paint it blue. What? You know, I bet. Um, actually, the blue stones are like supposedly sacred. So maybe Merlin told them that they had to use the blue stones or something. To make it like a, to make the magic work or something. Well, yeah, there were people that like they chipped, like they found some of the bodies around there, like where it had they had chipped off um, blue stones on them because they believe they think the people may have believed like they had healing properties and. Or what Just... if these people? What if this shit was like a cult, like a crazy cult, and like the like the wait, first wait, wait, wait. people? What do you mean by these people? <laughs> uh, the, the people that built this fucking thing, oh, the, okay. the Stonehenge. The Stonehenge. Well, Stonehengeans. Yeah. Right, the Stonehengeans. Like, what if there was some guy? He was like, 
I'm the savior of the world, but we gotta build these rock, take these giant ass rocks and make this shit. And they're like, okay, let's do that. And then all the, the bodies that they found are like, you know, like, we're gonna go, like, drink the Kool-Aid and end up on the spaceship behind the, the fucking, uh, meteorite. Think about it. Like, what if some, it was like some crazy cult leader and after everyone did the work, they just all off themselves? Because they thought these stones would take them to, like, the next afterlife. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me at all. I think, um, I think whoever built Stonehenge was really bored, and I don't know. I definitely agree. It could have been, like, a cult or just, you know, some whacked out. Well, whoever built it clearly believed in what they were doing. Because yeah. you don't put that much time and effort into something unless yeah. you're a true believer in whatever yeah. it is you happen to believe. That or is like some crazy, like or some crazy leader that we never heard of that had like a kajillion slaves to do this. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, we never heard any of them, so it, that could just as easily right. be the case. But he did let them party. I mean, that much is clear from the uh, the litter they found on the sites. <laughs> Those uh, Stonehengeans knew how to party, if nothing else. So that's what they did. They partied and then they off themselves. Yes. They drank the whatever equivalent of poison Kool-Aid it was back then. It was probably poison Kool-Aid. <laughs> it was probably po- aliens <laughs> and poison Kool-Aid. Yes. <laughs> or maybe it was just some asshole time traveler like took some poison Kool-Aid back to him. Exactly. Note to self. Hold <laughs> the time machine. Go back to time and kill everybody off with poison Kool-Aid. Now the... Uh, I, and the other the other thing I was just because I'm such a a nerd the other thing I was thinking of like what if that was like some of the ruins like in Battlestar that led them to Earth ooh <laughs> <laughs> life here did start out there they say I don't know exactly. life here began out there exactly wait Meg are you familiar with Battlestar I'm afraid to answer that question. That's a no. <laughs> uh, we better not say any more, Alex, in case he ever does decide to watch it and we don't want to spoil anything. All I'm going to say, all of this has happened before. <laughs> this will happen again. And I'm not saying it's aliens. But, but it's, it's aliens. It's aliens. I'm not saying it's Cylons. <laughs> but it's but Cylons. It's Cylons. Skin jobs. Uh, yeah, I, I highly recommend the show, though, Meg. Yes. You know, I ha- just have like a million things on my list, but that's definitely on my list. I say put it at the top because like every geek girl out there loves Battlestar more than like a lot of the other stuff. Uh, at least that's take, what I've uh, seen. Take Kelly Pride from uh, the Couple of G's podcast. That's her, one of her favorite shows. She has like uh, two Battlestar stickers on her vehicle. That's how much she loves it. Wow, what a nerd! I know, right? <laughs> I think she has a Cylon toaster, if I remember correctly. You know, I tried finding one of those one time. Those are expensive. Yep, I think she got it as a, as a gift. Of course she did. <laughs> well, you just have to be pretty and have boobs. Like, that's how it well, works. Well, I'm halfway there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty. <laughs> I know what you guys are thinking. Oh, <laughs> yes. Stonehenge. Stonehenge. Back to the- <laughs> Come on, have you listened to Cobracast? We we discuss the topic, we go over a little bit, and then we forget about it and we go off onto a tangent about something else. That's why I said it that way, because that's kind of like what everyone says to get back on said topic. I know, it is. 
So, like, what do you got? Like, what do you think they were built for exactly? Mm, orgies. Yes. <laughs> so, <in> this case. <laughs> case closed. You so, know, it could just be like a extreme prehistoric. Ancient orgies, uh, they had their feasts and then, like, fucked until they died, and that's why there's so many dead people there. That'd be some hell of a Kool-Aid if that was the side effects. You know, if I lived in a time where there was absolutely nothing to do, that wouldn't be a bad way to go out, so. I know, no video games, no computers, <laughs> what? I would just want to die. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be busy trying to build the internet. Maybe that's what Stonehenge was. Maybe they were trying to build an internet. You know, they were, that was, the, that was the, their, their attempt at building a computer. <laughs> like, I'm so bored. I want to start the web. I, I don't have a computer. It's not invented yet. <laughs> hey guys, let's build a computer. You can't. I can't look at the porn at any time I want. This is bullshit. <laughs> uh, you can only look at rough cave drawing so many times. Exactly. Uh. You know, there was like actually a theory about it being like a network. Um, that like connected a bunch of like powerful places on the planet. So maybe they were like um, trying to connect to these other places and like communicate with their gods or something. I don't know. Really, you can come up with like a million theories with this since there's just like n- no facts. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, there, just... there's vague facts on what they found in archaeological records, but there's no like hard written ev- hard written stuff that either like yeah. passed down really. Well, then it's like the more they find out, the more they find out, like, there's nothing they can really, like, solid evidence to find, like, who or what this is for, like, who created it and what it's for. It's just one of those, obviously, like, giant great mysteries that will, unless, like, it was built by aliens and they come down and they're like, you guys are dumbasses, this is what it's for, like, no (laughs) one's going to know. It it does look like a great place to play hide-and-go-seek at, though, so maybe that's what it was for. <laughs> Thousands of years of construction for a good place to play hide and go seek. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you've got nothing better to do. Why not go all out? You know, or play a paintball. Maybe they had like um, little slingshots with paint in them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Know. There, there's no good, like solid theory. I mean, every one of them. I don't know. Well, some of them sound better than others, but there's nothing definitive. Right. Like I, I, I don't go with some of the fringe stuff where they believe it's aliens or giants or any of that weird crap. But <laughs> giants, giants, because <laughs> those exist, right? Well, I mean, yes. Hmm. There's an episode for Covert Cast as well. Giants, <laughs> giants. Did they, they exist? Well, they they have found like bones of like people that were larger than normal these days but i mean those are those could easily be cases of people that have like that that uh disorder that makes you grow uncontrollably right which nowadays they they try to they slow it down with medication and whatnot but it like the people never stop growing but back then they wouldn't have had a way to stop it so they would have just kept growing until they you know just died from um their body not being able to handle it isn't that what andre the giant had he might have i know i think um that one there's a tall, really tall act. This guy used to be a really tall actor. I think he passed away recently, but he was in Big Fish. I think he had it. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
I don't know his name, but I know who you're talking about. I can't remember his name either for the life of me, but it, it, that was one of my. I, I love that movie, The Big Fish, and he's been a few other things like um, I can't remember right off the top of my head. But I guess if I had to like decide, nail down what I think, I don't know. I'd like to think that it was something cool, like you know, like deadly orgies or something. But <laughs> I think <laughs> I think Those people are, the best are just. Kind obsessed with religion you know to explain things so i think it was just a religious thing where they had like all their different life and death like ceremonies and celebrations and like they needed sacred ground for that so i think that's basically it that would be my theory mine i i would go with either uh, I, I most likely just some sort of religious ceremonies like you were talking about or you know nothing too extreme but I I would like to believe it's um, some sort of puzzle from aliens. I mean, and we're just too dumb to to do it. Yeah, like uh, I like you said. I thought it would be I don't. It's like you you hope for something like crazy and you know, like one of those crazy fringe theories, something fantastical. But like I think it's kind of it's pretty much what Meg said but I'm hoping for like if they rebuild it like a like I said earlier how cool would it be like a portal <laughs> opened up to like another dimension or like to Narnia you know to, like Narnia <laughs> yes Aslan built it that's it <laughs> and get hang out with Mr. Tumnus I don't know Mr. Tumnus kind of creeped me out a little bit I'm not going to lie that's <laughs> I'll go hang out with the beavers all right but yeah, that's that's why hope. Like one day we'll find something crazy like that and be like, "Look, this shit does exist." Well, that's what draws people to French stuff, is because it's, right. it's way more interesting than some of the stuff <laughs> than real life. Than real life, yes. <laughs> yeah. Real life is boring. Yeah. French stuff, on the other hand, is awesome. We should uh, start a petition. I don't even know who owns Stonehenge now, but. It might Does somebody own it. it, or is it just... It's probably that... um, state property or something. Or... Right. Yeah, I know they keep people from it, except for, like, during the solstices, they let people up to it. and Which, I, I'd like to go to one of those events, but that's such a big crowd. I don't like being that, that crowded. That, and it's like a giant plane trip away from us. Oh, I mean, yeah, but besides that, you got other places in the UK to visit, and, you know, it's... Across the pond. Yes. I think I'd go to, like, a, a solstice celebration over there and just, like, rip some acid or something. That would be, like, the only way. <laughs> you would just start murdering people. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happened! <laughs> like, I know what happened here. You start killing people and starting orgies. Like, what's going on? <laughs> is that girl over there starting orgies and killing the people? Ugh. <laughs> oh. That's our Meg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you. <laughs> oh, man. That's, um... Yeah, I, I, I think that about wraps up Stonehenge for us. But, um... Alex, you want to tell us a little, more, a little bit more about the G's? No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Of course. Alex gets to talk. I'll take that opportunity. <laughs> yeah, how many uh, podcasts are you on like over this like this week and last like five? Uh, uh, I've obviously you know on my podcast just a couple of G's. Okay, which you can find on uh, iTunes and Stitcher, and more like Radio dot com. 
Uh, the and I'm also, other po- I'll put a link up to your the Just Couple G's Podbean site in the, the yeah. show notes, too, so people like can I find said, you. Like I we record out of Tate's Comics. There's uh, four of us. It's Nate, Kelly, and, uh, well, Kelly Pride, and Nakia, and uh, I don't know. I feel I always feel like the best way to describe our show is listening to your friends having a nerdy conversation and enjoying it. That's about That's what it what feels it like, is. and... And I love that Taste Comic Shop. That's if you're ever in like the Miami area, that's the like best place to go check out. If you're in South Florida, like Fort Lauderdale, Lauder Hill area, um, yeah, go to Tate's. Like I said on the last podcast, you'll walk in there and immediately come in your pants. That's how awesome that place is. If you see a black guy working, that's Nakia, and he's on just a couple G's. It's, he's the only black guy that works at Tate's. So. Yeah. So you. But yeah, <laughs> the other podcast I was on, I was actually it was what from Page to Screen, um, which is a podcast uh, run by a gentleman named Stuart and uh, Anthony Alex, which is kind of funny to me because Stuart lives in England. And Anthony Alex is from Alabama, so oh wow, are, <laughs> no, yeah, nice, nice and interesting uh, accents to have on one podcast. And so then, having you uh, on there is like a good like middle between the two, right? You, and then did you play interpreter for the, each of them? <laughs> no, now, what he meant was <laughs> <laughs> no. Their accents aren't like that bad where you can't understand them. They're not both, you know. That's not as funny. but. Uh, and then I did uh, Anthony Alex's podcast, the Anger Mailman podcast. That was a lot of fun to do. And I think that's the end. And besides the the cover cast, so, so uh, four in the last week. You're a podcast <laughs> whore. Yeah, I, you really right? are. <laughs> and then I feel I feel like I'm going to be on Woo Mates pretty soon, which I can't wait to do. Cause... Should, should I have a firewall up on my Skype right now? I mean, <laughs> you got to get around. <laughs> 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 Give people them Skype STDs. Yes. Uh, and then of like, course, uh, oh, well, go ahead. I was gonna say my Skype woke up this morning and it burned when it peed. <laughs> so uh, you got some explaining to do, Alex. <laughs> uh, you got the Skype a ball later. Like, listen, I found out I have the Skype virus. <laughs> <laughs> I got. You may want to get yourself checked. Exactly. Uh. And then we have Meg here from geeklisted.com, and um, you've also done work on other sites, such as Geek Quest, which you wrote up an early – oh, wait. I think you wrote up an early entry for Covert Casts on there, didn't you, or was that – Oh, that was no, Kristen. That was Kristen. Okay. Uh, she she wrote on the Gs. Ah. Kristen did. And we got awesome reviews because yeah, we, we're awesome. Because we're all awesome. <laughs> we're awesome. Yeah. Which we've, all, I've, uh, um, we've also been reviewed on geeklisted.com, which is Meg's site. Which uh, Meg does reviews for. What, what do you do reviews for, Meg? Um, they're kind of just like a hybrid of like reviews and just like you know write ups, um, just to promote stuff. Like I enjoy independent projects, whether it's like websites or podcasts or people who do like um, web shows and stuff. So I just wanted to make a place where, if you're bored and you want to find something new, you could just go on there and look around. Or if you want to promote something, you can. Um, just use the site to promote whatever. <laughs> yeah, pimp your stuff. Now, don't do you welcome people like to write their own like articles about their stuff and then have oh, it yeah, put on your absolutely. site? Yeah, okay. I've had quite a few people do that because like like I'll take requests, but 
there's just so much for me to get to. It's you know hard to. Yeah, it's hard to get to it all. And there's, it all out, yeah. There's a lot of geek stuff out there. Only so much time to review it all. Now, if you lived in the Stonehenge era, you'd have all the time in the world to review it. You just wouldn't have any way to actually listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a conundrum. I'll just write my reviews on like the 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 stones. Well, see, if, someone, I, if someone had actually bothered to do that, we may have known what the stones were for. <laughs> yeah, to uh, um, I didn't get to show uh, Pride the year review on the geek list said yet. So oh no, I'm gonna she, have to. I think she. What's thought. that? I think she. Did she? Yeah. Well, I have to talk to her about it anyways, and we'll talk about it on the podcast. And then, uh, and I love. Uh, thank you for posting our uh, rating system video on there as well. Well, of course, that was like my favorite thing about your show. <laughs> <laughs> it is a good rating system. Yes, it is. Which, if um, you go to YouTube, what can you search for to find your rating system? Um, just type in just a couple of G's in YouTube, and you'll find it. It's uh, or just a couple of G's rating system. And like, we're gonna have uh, another video. We haven't shot anything on it yet, so I don't know when it'll be out, but it will be out. <laughs> This year, I promise, we're doing if, a different video. If I don't steal your idea, since you already told me, I will, so what, what I it will is. punch you to death <laughs> and bury you at Stonehenge. You know, if I'm going to be buried anywhere, that'd be a pretty cool place to be buried. I, I want to be cryogenically frozen. That's my dream. Right next to Walt Disney. He's not frozen. He's dead and buried. He's frozen. No, he's not. I'm taking that dream away from you. You're ruining my plan. Of, um, <laughs> I want to be frozen right next to him, then I want to hire someone post-mortem to like, switch our name tags so that I'll be thawed out first and everyone will think I'm Walt Disney. Uh, I don't think that'll work. Probably not. Good luck with that. <laughs> I don't remember Walt Disney having a beard. <laughs> that, and it would suck for you if it was like, <laughs> like somehow like the... The Jewish reli- uh, religion just took over the entire world at one point. Like everyone just adopted it, <laughs> and like, they brought you back, and they're going to make you pay for your crimes against them. <laughs> yeah, well, no, maybe, maybe not do that. Um, <clears throat> there are Wait. bad sides of things. Was Walt Disney like an anti-Semite or something? Uh, big time. Big oh, time. <laughs> supposedly. Yes, so, like we don't know that for, for like. Uh, for sure, but it was aliens. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now uh, I'll talk about a little contest we have going on at Covert Cast right now. Um, Ooh, contest! Yeah, Good one for each. you got ready for some cool oh, stuff. Oh, never mind. Right. Alex has a contest too, but we'll, we'll we'll let you. If you want to talk about it, you can talk about it after mine. You no, I'll do it before. No, I'm just kidding. You'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> on um, July 17th, the Covert Cast turned one year old, and to celebrate, we decided to throw a contest for our fans. You know, our listeners that have helped, you know, support us and let it help us grow over the year. And um, in this contest, we have three prizes, or three prize packs, rather, because each, each prize pack will include an I Believe t-shirt from t-shirtbordello.com. Check them out for some great t-shirts, which I think Meg was drooling over one of their shirts earlier where it was um, an alien and predator playing chess. Yes, it was fantastic. <laughs> Um, we're giving out a zombie poster, which I still need to get a picture up on the website so people can see it, but, I mean, it's a little freebie being thrown in there. Uh, a random sci-fi CD and a covert cast button. 
Now that's the, that's the stuff you get, you get with each prize pack. Now for first place, along with all that, you'll get a, a painting of the Mothman, which was done by Jenny uh, Lee Productions. You can find her on Facebook or through um, thecovertcast.com. There's a link on the side for her. Um, second place is a, a ghost detector, which is a, an EMF meter, which it's pretty neat. I've used it before, and you get some interesting readings in places. And in third place, you get astronaut ice cream and astronaut ice cream sandwich. And each 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 of those um, will include the everything else I mentioned, the T-shirt, the poster, CD, and the button. Now to enter, um, all you have to you you can enter three different ways, but you can only win one prize per person. Uh, the ways you enter is you can like us on Facebook, which you can just find us at uh, the Covert Cast. Search it, search for it, and you can find us. Uh, follow us on Twitter at the Covert Cast, or you can send us an email at thecovertcast at gmail dot com. Now, all this information can be found on our website. It'll be in the show notes and in the contest section. Which, if you click on contest on the right, it's the only contest we have going on right now. And we actually set something up through uh, something called Rafflecopter, where you can enter all three of these on the website itself, which is easy enough to do. And this contest will end on August 15th, which we will actually announce the um, the winner on our August 22nd episode, but we'll let the winners know as soon as we do. And hey. I think that's everything for that. <laughs> <laughs> I just like make sure I didn't forget anything, because I tend to forget stuff. Oh, Alex, you have a contest going on. You want to tell a little bit about it, or you want to uh, say it for sure. your podcast? No, I can do it on here. It's that's that's cool. Yeah. Since you're allowing me, um, well, someone not allow you. We are allowing me to do it. So. Oh, okay. I'm saying if someone didn't um, allow you, I'd go fight them for you. What's that? <laughs> I said if someone else didn't allow you, I'll go fight them for you. It's no problem. I got the uh, time. Well, I, I'll cut someone. All right. I don't, I don't play. <laughs> but uh, anyway, the uh, the podcast, uh, our podcast, just a couple of G's, we're having a contest to where you have to go to our iTunes, um, like go to iTunes, search just a couple of G's, and give us a five star rating, and also obviously leave us an awesome, re- like a nice review. Just you know, you could say awesome podcast, or leave an entire paragraph or story of how much you like the podcast. Doesn't really matter. Or just leave a five star review and ramble about something that does has nothing to do with the podcast. <laughs> uh, no, because then that doesn't really help <laughs> us. <laughs> but uh, we're at fourteen at the time I spoke of the uh, when I first announced it. We're at twelve. Um, we're trying to get all I want is thirty iTunes reviews, thirty five star iTunes reviews. Because believe it or not, that helps us get more listeners, things like that. So, I obviously, we want more listeners for the podcast, because if we don't get more listeners, what's the point of keeping doing a podcast? You don't grow, what's the point? Anyway, uh, <laughs> the prizes are, the first prize is, we have four posters from the Comics Factory, courtesy of the comicsfactory.com. Um, they're uh, vintage posters. Like, the posters themselves aren't old, but they're prints of, like, old uh, comic books. And I can actually tell you which comics uh, they are because I was able to uh, pull that up the other day. Um, forgive me. Give me a second. I'm looking it up right now. Well, while you're looking at it, um, I'll go ahead and tell people when you review and um, leave your comment about how much you love the G's, 
Make sure you leave a re- um, in your review that Dusty sent you. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> or you could. Like, if you want to do that and help Dusty w- uh, win this contest. Uh, but anyways, the, the, you can you get to choose two of the four posters. You have uh, We have uh, the Amazing Spider-Man issue 137, uh, Captain America 114. And these are just the covers, not the comic books themselves, but they're like a 20... They're an 18 by 24 poster, and then you have uh, the Incredible Hulk number 181, which actually has the first appearance of Wolverine, and Silver Surfer number 17. And like I said, all you have to do is go to the website, give us a five-star rating, leave us a nice review, um, and then you also want to make sure um, people, like whoever you send to that, to the to iTunes, make sure they email us at justacoupleofgs at gmail.com to let us know that you sent them. But the big prize for number one is you're gonna you get to choose between a brand new game for PS3 or the 360, and it's completely free with the two posters of your choice. And then you're also going in the second prize guy, you're gonna be able to choose between the two of the posters that are left. Third prize guy, you're gonna get, be able to choose. Uh, uh, you won't be able to choose, but you'll get whatever posters left. But they're all awesome posters, so it's not like a booby prize or anything. Yeah, you can't and go also, wrong if you win right. any of it. And also, uh, Tate himself from Tate's Comics, Sweet in the Pot, uh, you just have to tell us what size shirt you are, and you get an awesome Tate's uh, shirt for free. And that's pretty much it. Then the, the Tate shirt, we're actually going to... Nate and I did a video for it. I don't know. He's just got to finish editing it. It'll be up ice. I, I'd say within like the next week or two, and it's pretty awesome. So I'll post that on the G's page and everywhere else, like I always do when anytime we do something, so you can see, actually see the shirt. And uh, it's really nice. It's they actually uh, they hire like the thing I like about Tate's they hire like uh, artists like indie artists to actually do their shirts. It doesn't just say Tate's Comics on it. It's not like a boring shirt. It's a it's a really cool shirt. Anyway, back to you, Dusty. <laughs> Um. Well, never mind. Um. Also, Meg is also constantly doing different um, giveaways on her website. So if you go to geeklisted.com and check on giveaways, you'll see some of the stuff she does from now and then. Which she has something now, but it's going to end before the podcast is out. So. Yeah. Right now, um, it's just a like a True Blood comic book, and then next, I'm not sure what I'll do next, but I've been um wanting to give away this like set of books. It's called the. Ouija, is it Ouija? Yeah, Ouija interviews. Um, and basically, our audience's alley. Yeah, it's this, uh, she's a comic drawer and writer. Her name is Sarah Beacon. I might be mispronouncing that. And her site is shortpantspress.com. And basically, uh, what she did was did Ouija board interviews and she took the responses that she got from, you know, whoever she spoke with and, um, just made it into like an illustrated book of these like cool. ghosts talking. It's really neat. So that is you really should check neat. it out. I'm gonna check that out when that's up. You all right? Someone's mic is getting weird, or is it me? It's you. Oh. <laughs> well, crap. Okay, I think it's cleared up for now. 
Are you back in your spaceship again? I am not doing anything. And <laughs> Alex, is that you messing with me? No, I don't hear anything. I'm laughing. No. This okay. is what Meg said. <laughs> no, I'm, uh, yes, I'm back in my spaceship, I guess. Earlier I was having audio issues, and they said it sounded like I was in a spaceship. And we're not going to say what else it sounded like. But uh, tune in next week for uh, the Covert Cast when we're going to talk about um, King Arthur. You know, since I, I figure we Merlin got brought up this week. It'd be a nice segue into that topic. Merlin. Uh, did y'all want to say anything <laughs> final on the uh, Stonehenge? Or Orgies. Any final thoughts? <laughs> Orgies. Cylons, dude. It's Cylons. Aliens. <laughs> Um, so for episode 27, this has been Dusty. And Kava Galax from Just a Couple of Jews. And Megan. And anyone want to do some outro music for this week? Mothman, there's no need to feel down, I said Mothman, lift that man off the ground, I said Mothman, because you're in a new town and there's kids to be abducted, Mothman, there's a place you can go, I said Mothman, when you make your eyes glow, you can stay there, and I'm sure you will find many ways to scare the Townsfolk Cause you're a really big M-O-T-H A really, really big M-O-T-H And now The Long Coat Mafia Podcast It's a Long Coat Mafia Podcast You screaming up Welcome back everybody I hope you enjoyed this week's Lost Media Monday episode featuring, once again, the Covert cast and them talking about Stonehenge. Just keep in mind that codes or offers may be, if not, more than likely are expired. So don't try them. The emails not may not be work. If you try to email them, websites that are given may no longer be listed so just want to let you know about that but all in all if you have any questions comments or smart remarks please send them our way via longcoatmafia gmail.com or leaving a comment on our show's listing on the podbean app which is available on ios and android plus you're able to listen to it via the website and I'm sure you're able to leave a comment there. Uh, Good Pods is an awesome way to leave comments there that we're able to see, see those comments and review. Rate us five stars there. That way we rank higher on that app. Just like on Spotify, we don't really see our ratings on Spotify or able to reply to any comments or reviews like we can on either Podbean or uh, Good Pods. Uh, you can review us on Apple. We haven't checked those reviews in well over a year or so. Um, but you're more than welcome to leave us reviews on Apple p- Podcasts uh, because it does help us in the algorithms. Uh, so 
keep that keep us in mind in regards to that. It's one of the best ways you can support the show is subscribing and listening to us. But if you want to support us uh, via uh, monetarily, uh, all our links of how you could do that are in our description, ranging from our Patreon, our tip jar, uh, our Amazon wish list, inclu- um, and including you can also help support one of our former co-hosts. I still consider him a co-host. He's one of the folks that I also count as a original founder of this show that is big candy he was with us for a good many years and ha- has helped us get to a lot of shows a lot of events and everything else so uh hit way you can support him is his teespring link all that stuff is in the description plus we have our dubby partner uh the, all the links and all the codes are in the description feel free to check it out look at it uh, all that supports our show uh but again I know times are tough right now. It's the holiday season. Liking, subscribing, sharing, and even listening while you're doing your holiday, last-minute holiday shopping is the best thing you could do for us right now. The more listens we could get, the better. Uh, things tend to be tight uh, or slow in regards to the podcasting front uh, during the Christmas and New Year season, uh, but still, Listen to us while you travel. Listen to us while you shop. You're able to do it. And remember, shop small business. Shop your local creators and everything else because they need the money. They need the support. They're hustling and flowing the best. Stay humble. Be humble. And remember, everybody. I'm a gamer. I'm wearing a bikini. See you next time on the Long Coat Mafia.